Hello, beautiful people. Welcome back to another episode of Mrs. Nice Guy. You know we always finish last. I know, I keep taking these impromptu breaks, but that's because I really be going through depressive episodes. And I really have to disconnect myself in order to reconnect back with myself. And I wouldn't even say that they're depressive episodes. I allow the interactions that I have with other people to affect me greatly. Number one, because I will never do that to you. Number two, I'm genuinely a sensitive ass person. Now, if you met me in real life, you would not think that. You really wouldn't. You would, you would not think for a second that I am as sensitive as I am, but I am. I am super, super sensitive. So when my feelings get hurt, my feelings get hurt. You feel me? So I have to recollect myself. And I had to discover that the reasonings why I was doing the things that I was doing, you know, whether it was the podcast, whether it was posted on social media, yes, my heart was set on giving out a healing energy. Yes, my my intentions were set on learning from the things that life brings forth to us, sometimes in our control, sometimes out of our control. But really, I just wanted to be seen by people that I I was okay. And what I mean by okay, not just like, you know, like in a physical kind of way, but okay that it's just like I, I made it without them. And although that is a very true statement, there was a lot of things that I was refusing to unpack and uncover. So it's a journey. Healing is a journey. Growing is a journey. Life is a journey. There is no set destination. And in order to get on the other side of what once was, you have to be willing to create a new and that's what I've been doing, y'all. I have been creating a new, and I mean, like, for real creating a new. I shut down all my social medias. The only one that isn't such shut down all the way is my Instagram. And that is because uh, Instagram is tripping with the, the deactivation and how it works and how you can reactivate it. And to avoid me losing my entire page, I just left the page up in and of itself. I just deleted the app off of my phone. Um, I deactivated my Facebook, I deactivated my, my Twitter, I deactivated my TikTok, my Snapchat is still on there. That's because I literally have no friends on Snapchat, um, kind of like real life. <laughs> thank you, thank you. That deserved, that deserved a round of applause. Um, so I use Snapchat mainly for the filters and for the camera. I like taking pictures on Snapchat. Anyway. Um, but yeah, I shut everything else down and I changed my phone number before I didn't pay my phone bill. So my phone has been off for the past two months and I don't plan on turning it back on until I'm at the end of my timeline. The timeline that I gave myself was about six to eight months to get me together. Um, just refocus my energy back on myself because I think I allowed it to stretch out too far past my own external being. And I felt like I was chasing, you know, all of these people trying to get parts of myself back when really I just needed to ground myself. Uh, so I have been taking that time to get my body right. I've lost some weight and I am furthering that journey because there's goals at the end of this that I am aiming for in order to just really create a whole new life and create in a different environment for myself. And I was tired of playing the blame game. And although if you ever listen to any of my episodes, it doesn't necessarily sound like I'm playing the blame game. It sounds like I'm very well aware of myself enough to be able to pinpoint 
when and where I could have and should have made a different decision. But in my heart of hearts, it was fuck them people all day long. Like, like seriously, yeah, like it was fuck them people all day long. I had no words for them. I had no energy for them. And in a lot of ways, I was pointing the finger at them. And I could do that. And we all could do that. We could all spend our days and our time, you know, saying this person did this and that person did that. Or they said this and they said that. And this is why I responded in this way. And even if there's truth in that, at the end of the day, you attracted this energy because something inside of you, whether it is something that you need to acknowledge, whether it is something that we need to heal, whether it is something that we need to get rid of, whether it's boundaries we need to create, boundaries we are not aware of that we don't even have or possess or that we are allowing ourselves and other people to disrespect. It's about us at the end of the day. Everything is a mirror of us. And although I was well aware of that information, to put it into action, to, to apply the wisdom of that knowledge. It, it was a different, kind of, a different kind of battle. And I allowed myself to get caught up in the motions of you know, pointing the fingers. And, and even though I was pointing the fingers at myself as well, a lot of my energy was on oh, they should have did something different or they should have spoke up or they should have made, you know, do in this situation in, in a way that I could have responded different. You see, blame game, you know? So I had to make a decision for myself as to what kind of life did I want to live? Who do I want to be? What kind of people do I want to be able to attract? What kind of connections do I really want to have? And I realized that I'm not a surface level friend. I understand that about myself. I don't know how to have, you know, friends who I can just party and drink with and friends who I can just, I, I need all in one friends. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I need all-in-one people in my life, people who I can, you know, be that that superficial, turn-up, have-fun kind of vibe, and people who I can grow with and learn with and learn from, and, you know, people who I can build a life with and be able to share those deep secrets. And I, I'm not one of those people who can have multiple connections that have multiple reasonings and different definitions. No, I don't give a fuck how that sounds. I'm not one of those people. So when I connect with people, um, I have to determine where which part of me is connected. Am I com connecting with this individual in my right now, or am I connecting in, with this individual in my once was? In a lot of ways, it was a once was kind of energy. I allow myself to fall back into old patterns of connecting with people because that's what I was so used to feeling like I had to do. I had to give, 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 show up, show up, show up, show up, be overly emotionally available and overly emotionally vulnerable with these people in order to prove to them that I was worthy of being kept. When all I had to do was just show up as myself and myself would have been enough. But I'm so used to having to, I was so used to having, let me correct myself, I was so used to having to overcompensate in connections because of the ideal that I have of the individual, depending on the individual and their individual status. So, and a part of me is also I have respect to persons. So not only was I playing the vague blame game, not only was I having respect to persons, but I wasn't allowing my truth to shine forth. And in a lot of ways, I allowed my, my inability to show up as myself, you know, defeat the purpose of connecting with people, you know? And I, I prevented myself from being able to build those genuine connections, allowing my insecurities to start to speak for me. Whether I felt justified in those insecurities, whether or not 
those insecurities ended up becoming um, truths is irrelevant. At the time, in the moment, that wasn't what the energy was. And I allowed myself to move ahead of what was in front of me, which I had the tendency to do, you know, especially when I'm up against specific patterns that I've already seen before in my lifetime or within specific connections. I just choose to remove myself. You know what I mean? And I guess that a part of hearing it out loud now kind of sounds like, well, damn, bitch, you don't got no patience for nobody, huh? Um, and it's not that. It's it, No, yeah, no, that's part of it. That's definitely part of it. Um, another part of it is I genuinely feel like if somebody would, they would. You know what I mean? I guess it's because I look at people, and this is, you know, a red flag of mine. I look at people from the lenses of my own self. You know what I mean? And I know the lens that I go for the people that I love. Like, if I love you, you have all of me. You have my undivided attention. You have my utmost respect. You have somebody who is going to be on go. You have somebody who is, <clears throat> excuse me, you have somebody who is going to show up. You have somebody who's going to be there. Like, I am, I am a present love for those who I love. You know what I mean? That's just me. And there's been so many times in my lifetime that I've tried to turn it off, but I can't because it's me. I've had to create boundaries, healthy ones for myself because I have the tendency to overgive, overshow up, and overcomplicate simple situations with moving too much with people who aren't used to it at all. Um, so I had to determine for myself how, how to show up with people. And once it gets to that point where I have to question how I show up for you, I don't want to show up for you at all. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't, I don't want to have to think about whether or not, oh, is this going to be too much or is this person not going to reciprocate or is this person not going to be able to take or handle? I don't want to think about that shit. You know what I mean? I just want to be able to love you. Like, let me show up how I show up and the way that I feel led to show up and just let it be that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but you have to have a balance in, in being able to move in that kind of way because people are not used to that kind of love. I wasn't used to it. And, I, and this is the thing, I, I, I give what I've been given. You know what I mean? I've been loved in an extraordinarily deep way in my lifetime. And because of that, I'm able to love others in a deep and extraordinary way. But I have to realize is most people are going to respond to it the way that I responded to it. You know, when I when I received it, I, I was freaked the fuck out. I, like, what is this? God, you're tripping. You know what I mean? Like, what is going on here? Like, you're doing too much. Like, this is a little bit too raw for me. Like, let's pull it back a bit, gang. Um, so I had to, I had to determine what it what it was for me. And I didn't give people the space and I didn't present the patience of being able to go through the journey with others. And I guess, again, it's because I am a communicator. <laughs> I talk, you know what I mean? Like if there's something that's bothering me, you're gonna know about it. If there's something that's on my heart, you're gonna know about it. I'm not somebody who, who leaves people trying to figure out where they stand with me, you know, especially not purposely, not consciously. 
Um, so once I recognize that that is how somebody is choosing to move with me, it makes me a little bit leery. And for me, I trust my spirit more than I trust people. So when my spirit is starting to give me, you know, signs of this may not be what it is, I have the tendency to adhere to it. And my problem is I then starting I then start to approach people in the energy of what my spirit said as opposed to how they're coming at me. Uh, and that's not that's not always good. You know what I mean? Like to live in your intuition that is beautiful, but to live in its execution that can become detrimental. Um, and I'm not saying that my spirit is wrong. It's just, it's giving me great insight and it's giving me great information. Sometimes it gives it to me a little bit early, like right before somebody's about to tell me themselves. And again, there's no problem with that, but when you are in a different kind of alignment with yourself where you're able to see certain patterns play out with situations. You have to be able to recognize, at least this is one thing that I've gotten out of it, have to be able to recognize the fact that although to you, it may seem like a simple choice. To you, it's yes or no. To you, it's either or. To the other person, it's a little bit more complicated than that. And you have to recognize that although you know it, they may not know it yet. Although you see it, they may not see it yet. Although you hear it, they may not hear it yet. And in those moments, you then begin to reveal your true intentions, I guess in a way, yeah. I, it's not that my intentions for the last few of my connections weren't bad. They just were what I wanted them to be. I wanted these people to be a certain kind of way. I wanted the fantasy that I had in my mind of how connections like this would play out to be reality. And once I started seeing the reality that I was actually dealing with, I began to move with them in that truth instead of the truth that they were at the time existing in themselves, kind of forcing them to pick a side. You know, and although that is a very good thing to do, people should pick a side when coming into your life. And you should know how you want to be treated, how you want other people to move with you based upon how you know you will move with them. Absolutely have your standards and your expectations. At the same time, give people grace. Give, give, give people grace to be able to position themselves in a way that's better for you, them that ultimately aligns you guys with each other, you know? And that is the biggest lesson that I've learned in the past year, honestly, is giving people grace, genuinely extending grace to people, extending grace to people. <laughs> I'm gonna keep saying it, extending grace to people because people are people. And it is not to excuse behaviors, patterns, ways of doing, ways of thinking, ways of being that need to be changed. It is to say, love them how you want to be loved. I wanted a love that was patient with me. I got that. I wanted a love that would create space for me to be able to heal. I got that. 
I didn't create the space for others to have the same experience with me. My intentions were this, that, and a third, yes, but my impact hit a little bit different. And because of that, I compromised the connections. And because I compromised the connections, it forced me to look at myself in a different light. And it forced me to come back to how I said in the beginning of refusing to play the blame game anymore and making honest effort, conscious choices to heal myself. And a part of my healing journey is disconnecting from people. My misery does not like company. And it's not to say that I'm miserable, it's just to say that I am in a, I'm in an isolated energy right now. I could go around people and I could pretend and I could fake it, but in my heart of hearts, I know that I wouldn't really be there in that moment with those individuals the way that I need to show up and the way that they deserve for me to show up for them. So I had to fall back. I had to disconnect. I had to remove myself from any and everything. I had to stop you know, putting my videos up, my little inspirational videos, not that I didn't want to inspire or encourage or speak a word into people. It's just to say my energy was off. How dare I? I don't care what my intentions were. How dare I put that energy out into the world for other people to catch on to, you know? So I had to fall back and I had to reevaluate what I wanted to do. And I had to go over every lie I ever told. And you want to know what the lies were? The lies were what we think they were. The lies were the things that we would say. And even though they could have been true, it was the manner in which we presented it. That was a lie. It wasn't a lie. I lied so much trying to make people think that I had my shit more together than what I did. Not because I, I wanted to be seen as a different kind of way, but I wanted them to find worth in my presence in their lives. So I never showed up as truly being who I was. I showed up as who I felt like they expected me to be. And let me tell you something. That is not the way to start a relationship, a friendship, any kind of connection whatsoever. Come as yourself and allow yourself to unfold the way that it is meant to and allow the connection to unfold the way that it is meant to. Don't rush it, don't add too much stress to it, don't put yourself in a position that you have to feel like you need to backtrack and, and say something different or say something else in order to create a different outcome. Allow yourself to truly grow and allow yourself to truly evolve in every step, in every moment of every single situation. There's nothing in this world that is too big for you to accomplish, for you to take care of, for you to eventually cling to. But first you have to be able to be honest with yourself about the things that you need to work on and the obsessive little natures that you have. Because for me, I have a obsessive little nature. Like another red flag of mine is if I don't feel like this situation's over, I'm gonna hold on. <laughs> We're not gonna talk about that one right now. We're not gonna talk about that one right now. Um, so yeah, so I have been, you know, just allowing myself the space to just and really, you know, ask myself, have I been healing this entire time or have I been avoiding? And 
part of me has avoided when it comes out to like my family i've avoided them i don't hang out with them i don't talk to them i don't deal with them i don't even try to for the most part like my cousins like my younger cousins like the cousins my age on one side of my family i'll give them the time of day that's just because we are the same age we we fuck with each other like i fucks with them you know what i'm saying um but like a lot of them i don't really care you know what I mean? like and it sounds so wrong, and I be feeling so bad sometimes because it's like, damn, bitch, you don't care about your family. I really, you know, it's not that I don't care. It's just that at some point we have to make a decision based upon the information that we have. And the information that I have as far as my family is concerned is I personally am an optional member. I can be a part of or I can be not a part of. It doesn't change the dynamics of the family and I'm not saying that it should change the dynamics it's just I'm not a presence that's missed or you know thought about if it's not there I'm like a out of mind out of, out of sight out of mind kind of situation you know I and it's not it doesn't hurt my feelings as much as it used to that reality is just that's the reality and I've learned to accept that and I've learned to you know allow myself to whatever role I'm going to play or meant to play, I'm going to play it and I'm going to go about my business. But am I losing sleep anymore about a family that when I look back over my life was never really mine to begin with, I was never really part of to begin with? No, not. And I don't feel bad anymore about the distance that I've allowed myself to create between me and family because I needed to. I needed to, and I needed to really understand that I have the power to control what connections I have or don't have, or what connections I allow to be in my space, or what connections I don't allow to be in my space. And I choose right now to not have any connections in my space because I need to clear the noise in my own mind. And I need to figure out who I am for myself, and I need to strengthen that person so that she'll be able to withstand any and everything that may come her way. I'm saying all this to say, don't be afraid to step out on faith. Don't be afraid to sit your own self down in times where you feel like life may be a little bit too overwhelming for you. Don't be afraid to admit when you're wrong. Don't be afraid to admit when you need to go back and correct yourself. Don't allow momentary situations to build lifetime expectations for you. Keep yourself and your heart and your spirit open to the possibilities that God has for you because there's many of them out there. And allow yourself to grow and allow yourself to heal and allow yourself to evolve and allow yourself to become whatever and whoever that person is. Allow yourself the, the, the space to discover and no, it's not going to be easy. And yes, it's going to be messy at times, but it's going to be overall worth it. Even if it is it's seasons where you feel like you're standing alone, stand. Stand and discover the parts of yourself that you didn't even know existed and allow yourself to be built in ways that you didn't even know or think was possible. For me, I want a whole new me. I want to look different. I want to feel different. I want to sound different. I want to talk different. I want to think different, speak different i want to be different not just so that i can attract better so that i can give better the people in my life deserve 
better for me, past, present, and future. They all deserve and deserved a better version of me. And I didn't give it to them. Not in its entirety, not in the way that they were deserving, not in the way that they would have honored the connections at times. And it's not all of them. I'm not about to sit here and make it seem like I'm the worst person in the world and everybody else was saying it ain't all of them. But for the ones that it was meant for, they deserved better. And although it may be too late for those individuals, it's not too late for my future. Whatever that looks like, whatever that sounds like, whatever that feels like. So in order to allow that to come to pass, I have to create the space for it. And in order to create the space, I had to move away from everything else to hear my own voice again, to rediscover the voice of God within me and within the world around me. I would say that I, 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 I won't leave again, but we all know how that goes. Sometimes you gotta separate in order to elevate. So thank you so much for joining me on another episode of Mrs. Nice Guy. You know we always finish last. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, I decided to kind of wing it. Now I have my episodes planned out for at least eight months. Literally, I have outlines already written for episodes. Um, I think the idea of planning stresses me out too as far as things that I'd rather be creative with. And with these conversations, I'd rather them be from the heart with you guys. So when I feel led to, I will come back and we will have another awesome conversation. Because I am your diary and these episodes are your journal entries. I pray that they bring you peace and elevation.